Good morning and welcome to it. We're back. We're back after a long hiatus. We're back to do the Saturday show. I'm your host, Carl Levy, as usual. And we've got a lot of stuff to discuss today as well. We include the last 24 hours as well, too. But joining me, who's also back as well, it's the brilliant Douglas Horn. Douglas, good morning. Good morning. It's uh, It has been, feels like forever. Hold on a second. Um, just give me a second. I'll just get the volumes up. I apologise for that. I know... It is a bit of a while since I've done this, so I'll give you a quick second <laughs> just to make sure I get this all set up. Yeah, it has felt felt like a while, mate. How are you? Should I? Can you can you hear me now, Doug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. No, he's still not hearing us. So apologies for that. We have to get back to usual. Uh, see here. Right, hopefully that might be, hopefully that will be working now. Just give me a second. Douglas, if you come out again, come back in, I should hopefully get you back in. Yeah, no worries. No worries Hold on, can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> no, oh God, what a morning we've just had. No, that's all right. Give me, give me two texts, I'll go out and get back in Oh yeah, there is an issue. I think I've figured it out now. Hopefully, right, Douglas. Hopefully, we could try again now. Do you want to try? You hear me now, yeah? Yes, I can loud and clear. Sorry about that. Uh, yes, it's been a while. I've been but how are you doing anyway? I'm doing well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's been like forever that we've been on this uh, on this channel, and uh, um, hopefully, we can sort of get it back to sort of sort of continuous thing um as well but uh but no uh good to be back and um yeah we've got a lot to talk about haven't we we have we have to and before we do that let's go into first just you know uh, as a tribute to the late Stephen Featley. Stephen Featley suddenly passed away a few a few weeks ago due to a rare long liver condition he had since the age of two. He was a presenter of Stephen Featley TV and also F1, a huge artifact. And he was a huge campaigner, you know, for his rare condition to try. And and it's been a weird couple of weeks that the, the football content community have come all come together the last few weeks, you know, and it was trending on Twitter. He's, you know, and it, it's been hard for all of us and Doug and, it's been hard for, like I say, it's been hard for all of us. You know, it's not going to be the same without him. He's brought everyone together before, you know, in a group chat to make share content between each other, and it's been hard for a few weeks. It has, um, yeah. I think this news shocked everyone, um, especially you know, we were only sort of two years older than him um, as well. Like he, he, he died, <coughs> he died at twenty eight. That's not old at all. And uh, you look at it as well that he was a lovely, lovely guy. Um, I was lucky to go on a few pods with him. Um, obviously, sports. I think he was on here possibly as well. Um, yeah. <clears throat> he was a lovely, lovely man, and he will be. He will be sadly missed. He will be sadly missed as well too. From all of us as well. I know. You know, he's a nice and he's so young at twenty eight. It's really quite young indeed, and. We're hopefully we'll keep his legacy going, you know, to make sure all of us continue to do what we do for him to is to 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 keep doing what we do every day to stream all the content, all the match previews, predictions, and so forth. That's what he wants to to do. He wants us to carry on with our lives. Don't want us to grieve, and it is a shame that we'll hopefully we'll continue that in his legacy going forward for for the foreseeable future. Um, lot to talk about, Doug, and it's been a lot of stuff as well, and. You know, I don't know about you. It's been a weird 24 hours. What's been happening on match of the day with Gary Lineker, uh, with everything. This this has been very surprising how the BBC have decided to force him to step back. And now the match of the day will go into there without any pundits, with any interviews as well. That has just been confirmed in the last couple of moments as well. Um the BBC is in in a in a big situation. How when you have a a huge presenter who has who, are, who is match of the day for a long time, to let him just you know to comment on the tweets what the government said, it just sounds really, really dis, dis, disgraceful. 
that's ridiculous. Like it feels like it's been it's a complete mess. It's an absolute mess. And you know, the the thing the thing was <clears throat> I thought Gary Lineker's tweet, I didn't think it offended anybody. No. Um and I think what he said was absolutely spot on. I think we are sort of starting to become a sort of dictatorship. Um, I think the bill that, that has came in is absolutely ludicrous. Anyway, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the most political person my, my, myself, but I think you have to applaud obviously Alan Shearer. You have to obviously applaud, um, you know, Ian Wright, Alex Scott, Michael Richards, even Jermaine Jermaine Genus, who you know, not, is not every, everybody's cup of tea and. You know, it's it's very very sad when a big presenter like Gary Lineker is taken off air. Um, and look, everybody's came to solidarity with with him, um, which I think is is excellent. Even though like there's no commentators, like match of the day is probably going to be the least watched tonight um, ever episode. I, I would have to say um, tonight. But if it was me, I would probably just uh, not have it broadcasting at all if I'm being honest absolutely as well absolutely Travis uh, good well, thank you thank you good morning well, uh, Travis yeah good morning Travis and yeah absolutely rest in peace to Stephen as well too as well no you're right as well I think this is going to be a lot of issue for the BBC going forward now because if Garlinka leaves he's going to be the most presenter free agent out of all and Eric could snap him out even Sky could snap even Sky's defended him as well so in Carisoko defending as well. So there is gonna be a lot of pressure on the BBC, especially when you when you're when you're a BBC chairman that load eight hundred thousand pounds to Boris Johnson, you 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 do have to question yourself why we have a you know why the government is being is forcing the BBC to shut itself up because they don't want to be criticized in a way. It just shows a bit of bit of censorship there going on as well. But we're not gonna to try to be on it too much about it because I know everyone's gonna have their own opinion about it. But we do have some new stuff we need to talk about as well. We got some stuff about we're coming to the stuff later on about as the Qatari owners wasting money on PSG. We'll talk about the Premier League top four relegation battles as well. And we'll talk about today's back page and also a brief on the UEFA Champions League, Europa League, and Conference League roundup as well, too. But let's start off though with this decision. Well, Conte and Kane Lee Spurs this summer, uh, and Tony Conte. Really, it's been under pressure. They knocked out the Champions League by by AC Milan, joined nil nil after losing one nil in aggregate. And Harry Kane, you know, it's quite you know looking at his future. He needs to win trophies. Doug, what is going on at Spurs? Because this has been a huge mess in the last few weeks. And I have to say to you, Axis, as well, where does Antonio Conte go? Does he leave before the end of the season or does he leave at the end of the season? I'll be amazed if he is there by the end of the season. Um, it's, something is clearly not working at Spurs. Um, you can you could probably say as well, it's probably typical Spurs. Um, you know, sort of Spurs being Spursy. But it's more than this. Um, you know, Richardson coming out and saying that, you know, his season has been pretty, pretty bad by his standards. It's not been great. And I look at what Spurs have done this season. Look, I don't think they've had, you know, they started the season really, really well. They started a season like a house on fire. They were, they were, you know, in the top four. They were very, very comfortable. But we knew there was going to be sort of a drop-off from, you know, Spurs playing really, really well. I'm, I'm honestly going to say this now. They are falling from top four, from, you know, Champions League um, as well. I think Harry Kane's going to have to leave. I think Son is going to have to leave. I don't think Son has been anywhere near the best this season. I think he has been very, very in inconsistent. And um, I, I I, can't see Conte there but beyond the end of the season. I, I really, really can't. And it remains to be seen who comes in. I'm not sure a Pochettino is a very good idea to come back in. Yeah, I know, but I have been hearing about from from sources that some of the Spurs players want Pochettino back. That is what I have been hearing as well, you know. But they have been linked with Luis Enrique, Roberto De Zerbi, you know. It, it, and this is a, a huge mess for Daniel Levy 
who's trying to sell the club more in a way, but uh, but you do question you do question a lot of stuff going on. It's just for you know how Spurs we know we can't have been these health issues, you know, coming back. You know, the well, the FA Cup to Sheffield United, which was beyond the joke. You, you, you can't, this is this is not supposed to be club. They've not won a trophy since at least, at least 2008. This has been a long, this has been a long, long, this has been a long trophy draw. And you go with Harry Kane with his situation as well. What do you, what do you say to Harry Kane if he was his agent? What do you say to him? Do you say you should go to Manchester United or do you think Bayern Munich will still want you? I don't know. Um, the, the problem is, I can't see him in a Bayern Munich. Now, I'm going to say this now. I don't see why he would want to move to Munich. I think if he wants to win things, then obviously Bayern Munich could obviously be you know, the number one German club to, to go to, um, definitely. I don't see him going to Real Madrid, because um, I think they are set to look at Holland. I think Holland is a, is definitely going to be you know that 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 person that they'll be wanting. So it does sort of quest Manchester United. Um, now, a lot of United fans who I've spoken to don't want Harry Kane, saying he's like too old. He's he's sort of getting inserted to the you know the prime of his years. But the problem is, Harry Kane signed a big contract extension. I think it was last season. I think it was. Yeah, he's going to have to take some of the blame for that. Now, Harry Kane is not going to be cheap. Let's just say that. He's not going to be cheap. Daniel Levy no. is a is a very, very tight-fisted... Um, he's a very, very tight-fisted um, you know, owner. But yeah. when the going gets tough, obviously the tough gets going for obviously, you know, Spurs. For me, Harry Kane, I don't think he's going to City. He certainly isn't going to go to um, Liverpool, and he certainly isn't going to, you know, he's not going to, you know, be a Saul Campbell and go strip, you know, go over to, you know, the the other the other side of North London. But for me, I think Harry Kane, I think he needs to move to Europe, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. And I do think Bayern Munich would be that sort of team to to go to. But again, I can't see it. I can't see it. So for me, I think the obvious answer would be Manchester United. Absolutely. Uh, good morning, Anthony. Hope you're well as well too. We are good as well. Thank you for for joining us. Uh, he's also said he subscribed to the show. Thank you very much for time viewing. Thank you very much, mate. Please, but we are trying to get up to fifty subscribers as hopefully as soon as possible. Uh, Travis said he thinks the fight for the top four is now between Newcastle and Tottenham is impossible to watch before the seventy fifth minute. It, in and also, Anthony has come back and said, Kane will leave, we'll go to my night on a free because they need a striker for next season. Uh, good morning, Kate. I hope you're doing well. As good morning, well Kate. And, and Jungle is massive. Also said he won't leave the Premier because he wants to share his record. That is a good point as well. You know, that's a good point. He's right. You know, Jungle is right about that one. And Anthony has come back. So Conte will be gone because he likes to spend money on players, but Spurs are not, don't spend big on players. This is a huge situation now with Spurs. And we'll talk about the top four battle late in a bit as well. But going back to Conte, do you think his tactics has not been really good enough the last this season, especially the second half of the season? You know, they've really been not in games as well. You know, you do fear for them. Yeah, you do fear for them. Um, I don't think they've been anywhere near as good as they, they were last season. Um and I think a lot of people would have probably had them maybe getting into you know the top the top four like at the start of the season. I think like if you I think if you remember you know people were deployed on their predictions and I don't think anyone probably would have had Arsenal. And, well, maybe they may have had Arsenal as out of the top four etc. But not many people would have Spurs in there. I don't think. Um, but I look at Spurs right now. They're going on the Forest this afternoon. That isn't a home banker. I know not in the forest they've got a very, very poor record, but Spurs are Spurs. They you know they 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 can you know they can win against Chelsea and look they, they beat a very poor Chelsea side, let, let's be honest. They can beat a Chelsea side, but then they can go to Wolves, absolutely dominate for about, you know, 60, 75 minutes, and then a first minute had the sucker punch and Antama Traore scores from what was a, a very, very good finish, it has to be said, because you know, he missed He's missed sort of glaring opportunities in the past for that. Um, 
I I honestly think Spurs could finish low as probably sixth or seventh. I really yeah. do because you've obviously got you know Fulham, you've got Brighton, you know coming in there, Newcastle, or you know they're they're still in the they're still in the mix. But I, I think we're now probably seeing the sort of the, the squad issues that they've had, yeah, um, and the sort of inconsistencies that they're having right now as well. So I look at that and I do think Spurs could. Uh, could easily finish lower than um, than the, the, than I think they're they're going to. Mm. Travis said Benzema slash Kane mentor Ferguson said he might see the most likely scene, especially if Ferguson is still there as well. That could be the mentor. He's got a pretty good point with that one. How that will work, you know, it's it's a lot of issue for Spurs, and I think I, I will go through my predictions how they will miss out on the top four later on in a bit. But let's go through the fixtures this week, and, and we'll start off with the Premier, the Championship, Blackpool uh, away to Bristol City, Rotherham United in the, you know away to uh, Birmingham, Burnley are still going on with their good form as well, at home to Wigan Athletic, Coventry who are really fighting for the players at home to Hull City, pressing off and away against Cardiff City, Cardiff is still in situation where we have also Reading at home to Millwall, Cute Watford. With the new manager of, of actually coming in now as um, Chris Wilder coming in, they go to they go to 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 QP to QPR also in you know, having a new manager as well. Sheffield United they want to continue their fight for the to, for the promotion. They're home to Luton Town. We got most by Wade at Swans uh, Wade at Swansea City and Huddersfield Town are still in the bottom half uh, at home to West Brom. And also today, Doug, the Scottish Cup today we have got. Hearts at home to mm. Celtic. This is that's a big battle this weekend. A huge battle. Um and I'm just hoping that I sort of um get on buses that don't have sort of heart supporters because obviously like the buses will be very, very busy uh, going towards um you know Tancaster. And obviously you've got obviously Scotland against Ireland in the in the rugby tomorrow. So it's uh, it's a big, big weekend um for obviously sport in Edinburgh, definitely. It is. It really is. And also, I just said Alex Scott has pulled out of the of BBC Football Focus. That has been announced as well too. So, oh wow! So no football folks on today as well. And we might want might we hear that, that final score might not be on today as well. We will see about that as well. But I'll give you the fixes for today in the Premier League. I thought I did put it up on there. But at home today, and it is a lunchtime kickoff as well today, as well for between Bournemouth at home to Liverpool, Liverpool, uh, Everton in relegation battle there at home to Brentford. A big game for Leeds today, my team at home to Brighton. Leeds are still not wanting to get Brighton at home. Uh, Chelsea away to Leicester. Uh, Spurs at home at home to Nottingham Forest. And then the even kickoff it is Crystal Palace at home to Man City today. Yeah, and in and also in League One, Barnsley at home to Plymouth, Bolton uh, at home to Ipswich, Wickham without Gareth Amos away to Burton, Charlton at home to Afghanistan, uh, Exeter versus Lincoln City, Fleetwood against Port Vale, Bristol away to Forest Green, AK Dons against Cambridge, Oxford at, at home to Derby, another huge game without Carl, Carl, you know, Carl Robertson, who was sacked a few two weeks ago, Peter yeah. at home to Cheltenham. And Parks at home to Sheffield Wednesday and Markham away to Shrewsbury in League Two. Got Barrett at home to Sutton United, Stockport away at Colchester, Harrogate, you know, continuing there, trying to stay up in the league as well, or their way to Crawley, Doncaster home to Wimbledon, Jillian at home to Tramia, and it's watched their way to Harley, uh, to Greensby, Hartlepool to Northampton. No game between Manchester and Leighton, or that game is postponed due to the, the, the huge snowfall as well. Uh, Newport home to Bradford, uh, Walsall away to Stevenage, and Swindon at home to Carlisle. Yeah, so, jungle's massive. I I I echo your words. Um, yeah, I wish my team could play Rafe Rovers in a quarter To be fair, Rafe Rovers have done pretty pretty well. Um, they have done very very well, and you know they got Air United in the uh, in the cup. So and, and Inverness got through last night um, by uh, two goals to one against Kilmarnock. So. It kind of going to show at the moment that the, you know the big clubs are uh, sort of falling at the uh, sort of the the quarterfinal stage, and uh, obviously one one of Hearts and Celtic will, um, you know, one one of them is going to fall as well. So, yeah, I think um, I think we might have a uh, maybe a surprise finalist this season. Who knows? I think we will do. I wouldn't be surprised at all, actually. 
Anthony, you're going for your predictions for Liverpool winning three and at Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, well, I think Douglas, I think you've gone that same way as well. I have as well. Yes. 3 0 three to the Reds. Yep. And Kate just said, Alex got the place killer. Someone's also pulled out football focus as well. The BBC running out of ideas. And also, call Travis Curry, Billy, God's with. Yeah. Listen, Willie, you know, listen, he's a good player, man. And if he plays today, that will be the, always be the difference, no matter what, as well, really is. But let's move on to PSG. They've been knocked out of the Champions League again. They've been a lot Jump. of issues. It's, yeah. And I'm glad to half the Qatari owners wasted the money on PSG. They spent over, over a billion, nearly a billion and a half euros since they came in as ownership around 2011, 2012. Has this been a, a huge failure? It has, um, especially when you think about the money that they've, you know, spent and, you know, trying to win the Champions League. Um, it, you know, they are the biggest bottlers in Champions League history. Um, and look, the other night, uh, you'd argue that, yes, they were probably the better team for most of their game against Bayern Munich. But um, again, it's just simple mistakes. They just can't defend. Um, and as well, you know, PSG are a team that, you know, there's still question marks over Galtier's future as PSG manager. Now, I'm not surprised when you, you know, you're supposed to be winning Liga Earn every season. You're supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be winning, you know, Liga Earn um, every season. But PSG for me have just been very, very inconsistent this season. Um, and as well, you know, the, the the funniest thing was they finished second behind Benfica. Now, in in a Champions League group where they had obviously, you know, Juventus, Benfica, and uh, Maccabi Haifa, they managed to finish second. Now, that wasn't because of obviously Benfica winning six one away at Maccabi Haifa. Now, I don't think anyone sort of saw that, yeah. but they they let their foot off the gas in that. And I'm going to be honest, I would say PSG for me um, are the equivalent of, um, of Tottenham. Of the, like the, they are the French Tottenham. Um, look, they do win things, do, do not get me wrong. But when it comes to Europe, they always just bottle it for some reason. Yeah, absolutely as well. I, I just see Jungles also as being a commercial set. So I never see so many people since they don't join kit there. Kind of, he's got a point there because since you know, but they just fail on the pitch. They fail. They're not failing on the commercial, but they're failing on the pitch. But Doug, here's the situation: Messi's contract is 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 expiring soon. Mbappe want, also wants to leave. When and even Neymar's not injured, he's not, he's you know he's not like his contract's not going to get extended. Where does Pichy go from these players? Because it looks like Messi might be leaving. It looks like Mbappe will will be likely to go to Real Madrid, and also. You got someone like Neymar, who's not been good enough since his big money move. Where does where did it where did it go from here? I think they just have to start from scratch. Um, I think as well, look, they 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 do have some very very good players. I think Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar is a very very good from three. My only problem is who have they got after that? Ekateki. I you know I. I I think it's a very aging team for PSG. I think it's a very, very aging team. And I, I think they need to sort of now sort of get the younger sort of players in um, from from where, the, where, they, where they've been playing. But um, yes, and, and obviously, you know, Travis, uh, Jungle's massive uh, comment there. When you mention the biggest clubs in the world, PSG get mentioned even though... They, yeah, exactly, they, they, they do. Especially with, you know, all the, you know, the French titles that they've won as well. Um and look, we all remember we all remember the, the, the thing that Monaco everyone seems seems you know, when when sort of Monaco won the league with Ranieri and you know in charge, they always sort of had sort of the big sort of superstars going to Monaco. And look look, Monaco is Monte Carlo obviously is you know, is one of those uh, poshest parts of the of the, of the world. But I just think Paris Saint-Germain at this moment in time, they are always going to win Liga 1 because they, they spend they spend the most amount of money. Um, 
But it'll be interesting to see when the Qataris actually leave PSG and then we'll see what will happen. Absolutely as well. And Jungle was also just said, I think that they might roll with Das with Murray asking Bappy to give two more years to try and win it. Well, that's a question. Who, who can take over PSG if, if Krikov Galtier gets the sack? Will it be either Mourinho or would it be Zizou? Yeah, so that's a good point. Um, I don't know if Mourinho would leave Roma, though. That's the thing. Um, it'd be interesting. It'd be very, very interesting to see where Mourinho would go. Um, morning, Niall. Hope you're good, mate. Morning. Yeah, yeah great it's great to be back. Well too. I'm good to see you as well, one of our usual usual followers. Thank you very much for that. But yeah, would Mourinho go to PSG? It's a tough one because I was watching a video yesterday why the Serie A clubs are not spending money. And I think they only spent, they're not spent, they spent like, because of what's going on with the Juventus scandal situation, that the Serie A clubs are really struggling to try to capture the Premier League. The Premier League spent nearly £800 million in the transfer window. And you know what? Compared to last season, they spent big, you know, last season before, they spent big on Valerius, who came from Fiorentina to go to Juventus, but they have not spent no mo any money. And, and you know, and you do worry about Mourinho, would he be there? I, I, Roma, because Roma, I think I, I, it's just financially as well, too, as well. So mm -hmm. there's a bit of you worry for, it, for him if he might have to go to PSG, but... Yeah, could, could be could be very very um, an interesting uh, interesting one as well. Everyone's joining in tonight. Hello, Dork Dark Knight. Hope you're all right. One of my yes. uh, one of my good subscribers. Absolutely. Good morning, Dark Knight. Good to see you as well. And yes, I know. Hope you hopefully like Black Douglas. Hopefully, local build up for last week's seven 0 thrashing against Man United, Manchester United as well. So yeah, hopefully that will continue Liverpool going from the season, but. Yeah, you're right. I think the Qatarians are wasting the money. It's, <laughs> I wouldn't think they will sell the club now. They, they're, they're too late now. They can't sell the club. So who else are they going to give it to? Yeah, that's true. Very true. Absolutely. Right. Let's move on to the Premier League top four relegation battles. We're looking at the tables at the moment. It is neck and neck in, in the Premier League as well. Uh, Man United, the Spurs, Liverpool, Newcastle are all vying for the top four spot. Um, Doug, We'll start off with Manchester United. They beat, they were good. They were going on, on a good run until last Sunday. Everything came crashing back down to them, back down to earth for them. Um, do you think they are a bit under pressure now to try getting the top four? Where Liverpool has now been a bit of an, a good, a bit of a, a resurgence when Spurs are falling at the moment. I still think they'll get top four, uh, Manchester United. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say this now. I didn't see 7-0 coming. I never saw 7-0 coming. Um, I thought we might win. Um, oh, cheers, Jungles Masters. Appreciate Thank that, mate. You, Appreciate that. Um, I didn't see 7-0 coming. I thought we would win. I didn't think, it, didn't think we would obviously be 7-0, you know, be, be, um, but I think we played really well on Sunday. Um, first 10, 15 minutes, I thought we were right all over them. You know, they were they were making mistake after mistake. The, the only problem is we didn't score in that sort of that period. But we allowed them back into the game. Rashford, I had absolutely no idea what he was thinking. I think he was caught in two minds because the ball really came to him and obviously went it went under his foot and then obviously went straight to, to Alice. And then obviously from that, we obviously scored the first goal because... Uh, Gagpo, very, very good um, first touch to take it away from Varane and fantastic finish it was as well. Um, but the best thing about that, the best moment to score before half-time is obviously before half-time and then obviously straight after half-time. Um, and then, you know, getting the goal straight after half-time was, was, was massive and then, you know, 3-0, I think their heads dropped, to be honest, at uh, 3-0, uh, but the, the thing is, Roy Keane said it perfectly. You you get beat 2 3 nil, you take your medicine. 4 5 6 7 nil. that's the beginning to be an embarrassment. Now, that was a humiliation. You know, I didn't think Manchester United played badly. I didn't think they played badly in, the, in that first half, but the the second half, their their heads just, just dropped. And, you know, I look at that, that game and, you know, this isn't sort of a, a one-off for Manchester United. You know, they've lost 6-3 to Manchester City. 
but Liverpool have had their number for a number of years. Um, you know, you you think back to those the the, the all ages. like last season was five 0 four 0 The other season there, I think, was four two. Liverpool got a very good record against Manchester United, and especially at Anfield, they haven't been beaten there in seven seasons by Manchester United. So, um, but I do think that defeat will benefit them because I do think that they will they will get top four. I think they've got a hard game on um, tomorrow uh, tomorrow against Southampton because. You know they're obviously you're obviously fighting for their lives as well. Uh, Europa League, I wouldn't be too surprised if they go on and win that. I know Arsenal drew two 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 with Sporting Lisbon the other yeah. day. I actually think Manchester United could be on for. I think they might be on for the FA Cup. Um, I think they could. So we'll see. We will we will we will see what will uh, what will happen um, tomorrow. But. Um, I, I still think Manchester United will get top four. However, if they get an injury to Casemiro, if they get an injury to Rashford, I'll be very, very worried because yeah. I don't think they've got enough up front. No, I know as well. I don't like to say that he thinks Manchester United will benefit from the defeat last week. They were really good to go again. He thinks Newcastle peaked too early and they are probably here scheduled. Spurs v Liverpool for me is for fourth place. And I'm going to, to that fourth place, that final spot, Doug. It's between Spurs and Newcastle Spurs, Newcastle, Liverpool. Do you think Newcastle have peaked too early? And do you think it's it's all to play for between Spurs and Liverpool now? Oh, massively. Um, I think they've still got to go to Anfield as well, um, Tottenham um, as well. So, you know, I wouldn't rule this out for third yet. I wouldn't rule this out for third. Um, the way that we're playing at this moment in time, we've had five clean sheets out of the last sort of, I think, six, six games, I think, guys. That is very, very good, and especially in this, in, in this league. But I'm looking at now to winning today's game. And I don't care how, how how well we play or anything like that. Three points is the most important because we win, we go above Spurs on goal difference into, you know, fourth temporarily. I do think, though, Spurs have a really hard run in compared to us because we've got, we've got City, we've got Chelsea, we've got Arsenal in the next sort of the space of seven days. Now, to get them out of the way would be very, very good. Then we've obviously got to go to Ellen Road. Now, that's not easy, but in the past, Liverpool have won there emphatically. Yeah. So, I do think that Liverpool's run-in from here and now until the end of the season, I think is very, very favourable. Uh, so, for me, I think we're going to pip Spurs and Newcastle to the top four. Wow. Well, yeah. well OK, then, well, for me... Hmm. Well, each it's, it's an obvious thing. The way Spurs are playing right now makes me worried about they're not going to get top four. The way Newcastle have peaked so early, they started well in the first half season, but since they drew against us after the World Cup, they've been on a bit of a slide a little bit. I think, yes, Man United would that defeat, even though I laughed at it, I think it still benefit, will benefit them. They'll still benefit them to regroup themselves and I think I think I think it will be Liverpool. I could see Liverpool either getting finishing third, while while the Man United will finish fourth. Will pick Tottenham just. I think they will do. And you got teams like Fulham who are who are vying for the other European spot as well because they've had a good season as well. I saw it's Brighton. You yeah. kind of do worry about Newcastle, about Newcastle and Spurs if they if they're in the situation fighting with Fulham because Fulham have been on a good run since they returned back from. Back from the championship last season, last season, they've been tremendous, you know. So it's just it's not a surprise as well. But the title race, before we get to the title race, it's all for Arsenal to lose now, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think so. You need to win a Palace to keep the pressure on. Um, but I, again, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. Fulham tomorrow, Fulham are, are doing really, really well. I watched that Brentford game and. I was very, very impressed with the way they played. Um, you know, against a Brentford side who were very, very good. At, you know, at home. I do think though that Arsenal, if they win tomorrow, 
then it puts them sort of back five points above them. And then, this is the big thing, they have a game next week, so they could be eight points clear by the time Manchester City play Liverpool. And that could be the difference. It could be the difference. Jungle's saying that City, City, City still City for, to win the title. And, you know, he also thought that came back early on. He thinks Liverpool, off front three, just seem to be in the form of once with me and Mane. You know, yeah. And it is, I think it is a, a revolution now because with Firmino announcing that he's leaving, Cody Gapo's coming in, you got Nunes and Salah, and you also got Luis Diaz as well. That is going to be a good front three for the, for the next five years, tops, isn't it? Because there was always questions when it was going to happen now, you know, but Nunes is coming into his form, you know, you know, so I think it's a fair, it's, it looks like Liverpool have come into strength. They just have to swap their midfield out. That's the issue they need to go for Liverpool, but I think it will be. I think Arsenal could pick the title just ahead of City. Just I think to me, if they can win that game, a part game in the next fortnight, that's going to be just a point one. And I think, I think Liverpool will get will finish third. Man United will finish fourth. Let's go to the relegation battles and the bottom of the table. This is tight, Doug. Um, Bournemouth, Southampton. You know, uh, the point between. Everton leaves two points ahead of you know within two points of West Ham and four you know three points of of Leicester sitting and also not enforcing 14 for 26 points. This is quite tight for irrigation battle. And you know, with Southampton winning against Leicester very surprisingly. And you know, where do where do what is what is what do you think is gonna happen now? Where do you think this relegation battle is gonna be? Because it's gonna be a huge fight. Yeah, I mean, I go back to the 2004-2005 season, or was it the no, no, not that season, the 2010-2011 season, where yeah. there were like five teams that were like battling to survive on the on the final day. We might get a final day like that again. We 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 might do. I do think though. I, I was doing my maths, and I think 36 points is going to be enough to keep you up this season. I think that's the minimum you need is 36 points. Yeah. Now, we look at Palace, twenty-seven points. I think Palace are going to be going to be safe. I, I don't see them getting into any relegation no. battle or, or anything like that. Nottingham Forest, again, I think they've got enough to 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 stay up. Leicester, if they keep Rodgers, I am worried for them. I am very very worried for them. However, I think they'll beat Chelsea because I don't think Chelsea are that consistent enough and I know that they've won two games in a row like Dortmund was a fantastic win for them and you know being being obviously you you guys last week but I thought you guys were very unlucky last week to not get um to not get a point from uh, from from Chelsea. Yeah. Um for me I think it's really it's really difficult because I was speaking to obviously you'll obviously know Craig Beasley from Up the Cherries and all departments. I was yeah. speaking to him and he feels rather confident that their sort of running is sort of more favourable than a, like a Everton. Like I've had a look at Everton's fixtures and you can just you can just literally wave goodbye to yeah. any wins. In they've got Spurs, they've got Manchester United, they've got Manchester City coming up in like in the next sort of couple of weeks. That is not easy at all. Um, and look, Goodison Park is never never an easy place to to, to go to. And uh, look, they might they might actually sting the, the bees, pardon the pun, but they might do, they might do, because they're that kind of team that they can you know get a result from absolutely nowhere. No one expected them to beat you know Arsenal, but my three at the start of the season, I had Bournemouth, I had Southampton. And obviously the other one was Fulham, so obviously that that was completely, completely and utterly, utterly wrong. Yeah. Um I think the ever going. I actually have a feeling that, that Everton might go that oh it was really, really difficult. I mean, you guys have obviously got Garcia, and I think that is a good management appointment. Yeah, it, it is. And I think a lot a lot of Leeds fans will be before the announcement, we're a bit frustrated, but I thought to myself, I'll look at it again. I thought he had a very good record, he was probably Watford's best manager, probably since the possible final we came in and got into the FA Cup final and then finished in, in well near the top 10. This one season he had one of the seasons that he had, and I thought, you know, being a lot more better against 
against Bot against um, who we played his first game, you know, against you know, Sap, I think it was so hard to, yeah, well, we got that way, and he's been very unlucky because very lucky we should have got the point against Chelsea. I think Mezia had a chance to get to head of that in, he had really good chances at the end of the game. I think we are having a bit of a we don't have a bad run in overall. All of the thing, the last game is against Spurs at the last day of the season, so that is a bit at home. So that's gonna be that how it road? yeah, uh, yeah, so, I. I am worried. The most, the most, the, the most team I'm worried for is Leicester City. Yeah. Do you worry about West Ham as well? Yes, I do. You know, I think. Look, winning a trophy would be fantastic for them. To win the Europa Conference League would be would be brilliant for a team like West Ham. But they made a hell of a lot of signings in the summer and in January. Um. I'm amazed Moyes is still there. I actually have a feeling if Moyes, if West Ham get battered by Aston Villa tomorrow, I think you might see Monday morning or maybe straight after the match that West Ham have got rid of David Moyes. I would be mostly surprised if he is there, uh, if they get battered by Aston Villa. But I just think West Ham have got enough to stay up. I do. Yeah. I think Lee. Look, I think the manager of Grassy. I think we might be okay, just okay. We have a bit of a better goal difference compared to the other teams below us. Do you? Do you have any? Do you have any of the teams in around and in around you, like between now and the end of the season? I think we have Bournemouth um, toward coming towards. I know that. I know that for a fact because we were right. Bournemouth at home before them. I think we need. We're not playing them away yet. So, oh, yeah, you beat, you, beat, you beat them 4 3, didn't you? Yeah, we did. So, looking at the games now, I'm seeing we got Wolves the next following Saturday, and then we're away to Arsenal on the 1st April, not the Forest at home, which is the rearranged fixture, uh, home to Crystal Palace, home to Liverpool. So, we got three home games on the trot, you know, and then we're away to Fulham, away to Leicester, home to Leicester, and then the end of April, we're away to Bournemouth. And then the last game is the games we have got left. We've got City away, Man City away, Newcastle home, West Ham away, and at home to Spurs on the last day of the season. Tough. That is very very tough. Um, yeah, that that could that could be very very intriguing um, to, to to say the very very least. Um, that is very true. Um, yeah. The only thing is though, their home record's not great. No, it's not been great at all. Not that I lied to you, but that the health has not been great as well. Right, we'll move on from that. We'll try to finish all right. So let's talk about briefly the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Europa Conference League roundup. And what a win for Chelsea to win 2 0 against uh, Borussia Dortmund. And that was a must win game to keep them Chelsea in the Champions League, now in the quarterfinals. Um, has Graham Park turned it around a bit, or do you still, there's still a lot of opinion on him? Again, I'm I'm not convinced about Chelsea at the moment. Um, barring Thiago Silva, everyone else has been absolute rubbish this season for Chelsea. Um, and I think as well that I look at this game against Leicester. Now, if they were to lose that game, it'd be typical Chelsea. They get yeah. through in the Champions League against the Borussia Dortmund. And, and look, Karim Adeyemi was a big, big miss the other night. I, I think if they had Adeyemi, I think he would have made a, made a big, big difference. Um, but I look at I look at Chelsea and I look at the the players that they have, the amount of players that they've signed as well, like Mudrik isn't getting games, Maduike, like you wonder how many of these signings were potters. Now, I can yeah. only say that one of them is Kukurea. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was that was um, that was one of his one of his signings. So it's a big big win, but if they get a uh, Real Madrid, um, oh, actually, actually, I'm, I'm saying that now because I was hey we we we'll go Real Madrid on uh, Wednesday, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'll say I don't think we're going to go through. Um, it'd be very very surprising if we did. But you know, if they get like a a Bayern Munich or something like that. I think they're going home. 
Absolutely. Um, we have over the result as well. We talked about Scott Parker was sat after Club Bruges had a heavy 5 1 defeat to Ben Fika losing 7 1. I agree. Are you surprised he got the job at Club Bruges and then now he, he got the sack where they've been so poor in the, in the Belgian league this season? The fact that he got that job, he's either done something. He's either lied on his CV or he's he was bribed with Belgian chocolate. That's the only thing I can only think of is is why he took that job. I'm amazed he took that job. Um, I, I really, really am. The fact that they thought that Scott Parker would be a very, very good option for them, and then you look at what happened the club. Bridge, I think they lost to like something like second bottom of the league the last yeah. last week or something. It was never going to work out. I mean, three months in charge is is is, is no very very good. I mean, Club Brugge aren't uh, Watford or anything like that, but it was. Uh, I think it was coming, especially. But I've got to say, Benfica. I've been very impressed with them. I think they could go far in the Champions League. I really, I, I really, really rate. I, yeah. I really rate what they're what they're doing. Napoli are another one. I expect them to get through against against obviously Eintracht Frankfurt. In the week there as well, there's still some very very good ties I think coming out of this Champions League, and I think we may potentially see a surprise winner this season. I think I think they will be not be shocked as well too. Um, let's go into the Europa League uh, briefly. Roma getting a two 0 will get Real Sociedad. Uh, Arsenal, they let two easy goals go. Doug, are you do you worry about them if they cannot try to overturn this game in the second leg? I think we need to get out of the Europa League fast. Um, look, you obviously want to win the Europa League, and I get that. But do you want to hamper your league form to basically go far in the Europa League? I'm not so sure Arsenal have got the squad depth to compete in all comps. So I think I can see them beating Sport in Lisbon at the Emirates. I can see them beating Sport in Lisbon, but after that, could be could be a step too far for them, especially if they get like a Union Berlin or something like that. Yeah, Union Berlin drew three three against Union Saint Gilles. By the Leverkusen winning two 0 against Fenerbahce. Uh, we also had uh, Juventus. I've got a one 0 win against Freiburg, and they, and we tell you, like, it's going to be difficult for Juventus because Freiburg are a very difficult team to play at, at their ground. They really are, you know. Would it not be surprised yeah. if Juventus could get I like, a shot? I like what uh, I like what Christian Rook is doing at, uh, at Freiburg. I think they're a very, very good side, and um, I think as well you'll you'll see you'll see a different Freiburg in the second leg. I think they'll uh, I think they'll do Juventus over there. I really do. Absolutely. If you if you not watch the documentary of Freiburg on Copa Nati stories, please watch it because I watched the full thing. It was amazing off their running. They got to the their final the first. Uh, Paul, uh, DFB Pokal final, you know, in lead up, and they went to the town of Freiburg as well. Please watch it; it's amazing, it really is. Real Manchester United winning four gets Real Betis, you know, after Man United, you know, a bit of a, I would say, I would say, a good score for Rashford, but a bit of shakes that when Perez scored, but they got the job done, but they just need to finish it off now in in, in Sevilla, in Sevilla. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um... I think I think they'd be able to rest a couple of players um, in that in that game. Um, yeah, I think I think that's through four four one. I mean, they're going to have to they, they're going to have to concede about three. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was funny that Iosi Perez scored for, uh, for 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 Betis, especially with the fact that he's on loan from Leicester. But it was a good finish. It was a very very good finish. I've got to say though. David De Gea is a big, big concern if I was a Manchester United supporter. His distribution yeah. is really, really bad. Yeah, I, I saw it. It doesn't look good at all. I know he's been, he's been told that they try, everything I said they're going to work on it, but that is a bit of a worry as well because, especially with you know as he's getting older, I thought it would have been a little bit consistent, but it's a huge worry about that one as well too. It really is. Definitely. Uh, Sevilla winning 2-0 against Fenerbahce. Uh, final got a good 1-1 uh, uh, draw at Shakhtar Donetsk. In the Europa Conference League, West Ham winning 2-0 away uh, against Eli Kelanka. They're looking at the favourites, West Ham, along with Villarreal, you know, and Fiorentina. This is all to play for now. 100%. Um, West Ham just seems up their game when they're in uh, when they're in Europe. So, um, 
no, good, good victory. Obviously, Mikel Antonio getting two goals as well, which will uh, give him the world of confidence uh, going into going into the next couple of games. Absolutely, Villarreal drew one one against Anderlecht. Nice taking it, scraping at one 0 win away at Chef Chef Tafferall. FC Basel drew two two against Slovan Bratislava. Fiorentina winning one against Sevilla. Ghent winning one, drawing one against Istanbul Bakashia, and Let Pozan winning winning two against Dujarans, and also in the Tuesday's game, Lazio winning winning losing two one to AC Alkmaar, which was a very shocking result for Lazio. They have to overturn that game when they go to Alkmaar next week. Uh, yeah, that, that that was a that was quite a shock actually. Um, you'd expect you'd expect obviously Sari's team to turn that around. I would I would imagine. Absolutely, indeed, absolutely, indeed. Right, though, let's finish off with today's back pages. So we are going to discuss pretty much of the layout here. So let us start off with the news that's coming from Spain in Mondo Deportivo that Rich Allison has joined PSG France for killing Mbappe and Gonzalo Ramos for Benfica as a replacement for Karim Benzer. Can you see one of the three players, you know, going to Real Madrid, or do you think it's going to be Mbappe, hands down? Uh, I don't think it's going to be either of them. I, I, I really do see it potentially being Erling Holland. I wouldn't be too surprised if they go for Erling Holland. Because um, I, st- I, I, I do think that given one more season at, at City, I think he'll want to he'll want to move on to um, Real Madrid. Because I think, I think it's quite simple, really. I, I think Real Madrid are one of those sides where. They'll go back in for him, and I, I think he'll, he'll, it'll be too difficult for him to to turn down Madrid. So, but I've got to say, Goncalo Ramos is a fantastic striker. We saw what he did at the World Cup, and you know, one of the I think he's the one of the youngest players to get like a hat trick in a World Cup um, quarterfinal as well. It was very, very good from uh, from from them, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, I've seen all the news in the, the Calamento in Italy that Juventus wanted to sign with Charles in his replacement for Serbia striker Dusan Valtteri, who's expected to leave the Serie A club. So, do you think Vlasovic will be going to the Premier League this season? And do you think Richards will be the, the repl- perfect replacement, even though he's not scored any goals this season for Spurs? I can see Lo- 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 I can speak. I can see Vlahovic in the Premier League um, most definitely. I, I don't know where, but. Do you know what that kind of that kind of has a feeling of Man United there actually Lahovic. Yeah, absolutely it does as well. Um, we know about Mbappe's news as well. Let's go to about one with uh, Roberto Firmino has been offered himself to Barcelona. He really, could you see that go, him go to Barcelona? Barcelona into Milan, um, AC Milan. It'll be somewhere that's sort of hot. It'll be somewhere that's really, really sort of uh, just just in like a, a sunny environment um, um, as well. I could, I think he wants to be closer towards his, you know, his, his native Brazil. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe Spain might be might be the thing for him to to go to. Uh, Dot Knight says, "Well, it's the Newcastle for me. Um, that that might be good. That might be a good yeah. move actually." It could be that really front three, Isaac, you know, set, I don't know what set max with Isaac and Barbara front could be that beneficial, especially Carl Wilson's not getting younger. So I think Newcastle might be a good, good suit of place for him, actually. Yeah, definitely. Uh, looking at other news as well, Doug, uh, Inter Milan are considering appointing Antonio Conte for the second time as they're prepared to sack Simon Inzaghi. It, I know Inter have been poor this season because they're not being how they've been informed how Napoli is, but can you see Conte going back there despite Inter Milan uh, in so much in debt? Mm, I mean, the last two hunters was special last night. Like that, that's a that's a shocking result for them, uh, Inter Milan. But you know, Inter, Inter Milan have a bit of an interesting, um, they have a bit of an interesting uh, couple of results recently. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, if um, What's his name? Uh, and Zaghi gets sacked. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't see them going back for uh, for, for, for Conte. Um, yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that also from Richard Roman has confirmed that Martin Milan still has to join exactly Milan in the summer and join PSG as a feature. How have 
Inter Milan not dealt, not got some money out. This this is a bit surprising. Very. Um, I think there was a talk about a twenty million deal. Um, oh, Ant, Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. Um, <laughs> I will. I'll be honest. I I did see something. I think there was a there was a ten twelve million to get him to to get him to sort of PSG uh, before the, uh, the well actually after the January transfer window. But yeah, again, it's it's a case of just letting his contract run down. And um, you know, I think it'll be a good signing for PSG. But again, I, he's, I'm I'm amazed he's twenty eight. Actually, I'm amazed he's twenty eight. Yeah, so am I as well, actually. Um, PSG will have a transfer budget of €8 million, Euros, that's £70 million. Pounds. This is someone that will look to sell at least one of the Brazil forward, Neymar or Lionel Messi to free up money. Who's going to go, uh, Neymar or Messi or both? Um, I think Messi will go. Do you think Messi will go back to Barcelona or do you think he'll go to MLS? I can see MLS. I can definitely see the MLS for Lionel Messi or, or maybe back to Argentina. Yep, that's also been talked about as well, too, as well. And towards the end of the pages as well, we'll just see the back of the pages in the, from the Daily Express. Um, and, and match of the day, Chaos, that's right, introduced by Lineker, um, which is not a surprise as well. And, and also the page on the front page of the of the of the Guardian spot as well. The patient has finished Conte hits out at fans after Spurs fail in Europe. So yeah, so that is all today's back pages. But Doug, thank you very much. I'm glad to be back. I know you have to get going shortly, but so hope glad to see you again. Or hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll talk again next week at the same time. Hopefully a bit longer. I know we've done this in an hour, but please go tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, it's the Dogger Football Channel on YouTube. Um, and also, you see, just see my Twitter handle there, Emrod underscore 1992. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, obviously, we want to sort of grow this channel um, and we want to do this in a, on a, a hopefully sort of a weekly basis or maybe a month, monthly basis, like just like get, get, get together one Saturday and, you know, do, do a big, big football show like this. So, no, thank you everyone who's who's watched in the in the in the chat. I really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we're we're on we're on the road to fifty. Um, that's the, sort of the sort of the first we target. Um, yeah. and then obviously grow grow after that. But no, thank you very much for uh, watching. And uh, yeah, uh, it's good to be back because I have missed it. I saw I was well too, but we you know I was so busy with work and everything. At least I have consistency now, so that's a good thing. But I am personally be back myself. Hopefully on Monday around five o'clock, I am going to do the Premier League review by myself. I will talk about the fixtures and also will I will go through my match predictions at some point later in the week as well. Hopefully on Friday to do my match predictions. But thank you, Dark Knight. Yeah, I will enjoy my day and you enjoy your day as well too. If you missed the show, please watch us again after the recording is done. We'll also be on podcast. It's now not Anchor anymore. It's now Spotify podcast. So please listen on Spotify, Apple, Google, and other platform services. We'll put it on the go. Both audio and video podcasts as well. That's what the big change is. But thank you very much for everyone who's viewing us. We will all will see you at the same time next Saturday. And Doug, have a good weekend yourself. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, see you later, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a safe, safe. Good night to everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.